1: Thomas Patrick O'Dorian, I, I <laughs> lad. So uh, <laughs> welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. I'm um, so you. glad you're here uh, today because you know what? It's we're kind of feeling jovial. Yeah, um, but we're still in Advent. But you know what? We've already had the pink candle. Yep. You know, and it's like you know, it's the last Sunday of Advent. It's really just right around the corner. It's, it's three there. days away. I know. Christmas is it's pretty much eve, here. Eve, Eve. Yeah, it's a eve, eve, Eve. Christmas Eve, Eve. eve. Yeah. You know, that's the way the kids look at it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Eve it's cubed. like, uh, yeah, so we're doing that, right? And and I, I got to tell you, I mean, I, I, I get excited listening to a lot of Christmas music and preparation and, you know, family starting to come in town and just things like that. And there's all things to be wonderful about. But there's also a stress that takes place this mm-hmm. time of year, specifically mm-hmm. regarding um, buying presents, gifts. Everything we, right. We have all these people on this list, and so what? We have to look at the family. We have to look at uh, our friends. We, you know, have to get something for Uncle so and so, and I have to get something for so and so's teacher. And then we've oh, we also got to do this thing, whatever. We always give something to the priest. We should always give something to the priest. And
0: you get closer to the end, and you forgot somebody.
1: I know, and then you're like, you going, gotta oh, out. we got to run out, and there, that's no fun because yeah. everybody else did that too. And so you look in the parking lot. It's the only time, by the way, when you go to a Walmart or. Well, maybe it's the only time I ever go to Walmart. But if you, the only time you go and like the parking is all the way out to the street. Oh yeah. Do you ever drive into those parking lots and wonder, like, why do they have all these spaces? They never use these yep. except for Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. <laughs>
0: right. and it fills up. But that's like a lot of stress. It is. I'm feeling a little stressed right now because I forgot to buy you guys something. Oh,
1: I know. That's okay. We expected that. We expected that. You'll give us like the gift of like a mass or something. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. That's actually very powerful. I shouldn't have said that. That was a joke. It was meant to be a joke, but it came out awful. And the EWTN sensors are just their button. Their fingers hovering over the button. Like, should we? Should we? Like, get rid of that? You, know, Jeff has you lost his mind. You know, I'm teasing. You know I'm teasing. So, look, here's the thing. Not really. So, we're thinking about all these gifts for these other people, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if we're really focused on the right thing. I mean, it's good to get gifts, but if Jesus is the reason for the season, and I know it, he is because I've seen the little uh, snow globes and the banners that say that, Mm -hmm. right? And so, Jesus is the reason for the season. If that's why we're here, we're celebrating the incarnation, this is what's going on at Christmas... Just like the wise men brought gifts, shouldn't we be bringing a gift to Jesus? Yeah,
0: technically, he should be getting the birthday cake. Oh yeah, he's the birthday boy. That's right. He That's should right. be getting a present. Sure. That's, right. right. That's right.
1: So I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know, you want to add some stress to the holidays? What do you get the guy that has everything?
0: <laughs> you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what do you get the king of the universe? <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. It's like, oh no. And so we thought it'd be a good idea to come up with a, 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 a I guess, a gift list. The top ten gifts that you could give Jesus. Top ten. It's a top ten. A
0: top ten list. Remember
1: was, we had that jingle? Yeah, I do remember that. I remember that, but I kind of forgot it. Uh, but look. All right. So, so top ten. All right. These are, the, these are what we think the top ten things that you could get Jesus. Get now, first note, of all. Get
0: your notepad out.
1: Now, first we should probably say that there's some things you shouldn't get him. I don't think Jesus is interested in neckties. Nope. Mm-mm. Doesn't need a box of chocolates. Fruitcake. I don't think he'd even want a little puppy if he gave him a little puppy. Like, really, I don't know. He might go the, for a puppy. Well, a puppy's nice. That's creation. He, he doesn't go those. for a puppy? That's, tr- that's true. Okay, so Jesus might accept fruit cake. a puppy. Fruitcake. Right?
0: That's got to be on the do fruit. not give list.
1: <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want. Nobody wants fruitcake. Nobody wants a fruitcake. I, I you know, know what? I don't want to stir up the whole cake. thing. No. <laughs> Certainly, though, Jesus did not want an Amazon gift card either. The gift no. that, you know, everybody will accept, right? We'll accept. So so those are not the things we're thinking about. <laughs> no, correct. We're thinking about things that Jesus, I think, would think were great gifts to him. Yep. Right? So the yep. first thing we have on our list is give him the gift of humility. Mm. Our humility. To be, to mm. be humbled. Right? To, to basically give ourselves to him in humility. And that's, so the way that plays out in life, I think, is to realize that we need a Savior. Mm-hmm. There is a God, we are not him, and that we can't help but do wrong, and we need to go to confession. Top tens. You knew that was going to make that. Yeah, top tens got to always have have to confession somewhere in there. Yeah. Right, so that's really number one. And also confession is a great way to prepare, Mm -hmm. right, for the Christmas season. Right. Right, just going to clear the decks, get rid of all the cobwebs, you know, out of the hearth, and just, you know, looking good going forward. Jesus wants our humility. He does. Right, he doesn't. It's like it's like the humility is like we're giving ourselves to him, mm-hmm. you know, and we can't do it without him. So that's number one. Number two, giving him the gift of worship. Now I know that sounds funny because a lot of times it's like, well, he's God. We're supposed to worship him. It's like, well, yeah, but where'd that come from?
2: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: that came from him. And the worship is not to, like the way that 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 you know Sam would worship a milkshake, not the way that <laughs> Sam would look at a milkshake and go, "This is great." No, or the way that Tom worships his hair, his own hair.
0: No. I think you two worship my hair. That's not me. Uh,
1: we are jealous. Are we not jealous? Oh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I actually
0: <laughs> worship Sam's milkshake.
1: There you go. Okay, well, that's, that's not the stuff we should be worshiping. When, when, I'm, when God desires our worship, it's actually communion with him. Yes. yes. Right? The Godhead and that we are parts of the body and that, that, that the body is whole when we worship. Right yeah. When we're in communion with him, and that's what he desires, and that's a gift we can give him. And the best, easiest way to do that is to go to Mass. And I know I'm preaching a little bit to the choir here, because I know I'm talking to all my various radio outlets, all the great Catholic radio listeners out there, and you're all saying, Deacon Jeff, doesn't he know I go to Mass? I go yeah. to Mass. But we all know people who don't. And I think some of the ones li- listening might have missed it one or two or three or four, right? Mm-hmm. There's great temptations in the world that are keeping us from Mass. Mm-hmm. So a concerted effort on our part never again to miss a Sunday Mass.
0: And to be actively participating in Mass when we do go, as opposed to letting That's our mind right. wander give with distractions. Him the
1: gift of worship. Mm-hmm. That's our our dedication, our focus, everything in that act of worship. How beautiful. Amen. Amen. All right, so the third thing we came up with is giving Jesus the gift of time. Right? right? Not a Timex, although a Timex, I'm sure, is a fine watch, but to give Him our time. Right? Okay. So how many times do we think, like, oh, You know, I really do want to pray more. I really do want to go to adoration. I I really want to sit down and read the scriptures all the way through, from start to finish. And it's like all these things we want to do, we just can't find the time. Mm -hmm. And to some degree, we've actually got to carve out something in our lives, and and it may even hurt a little bit, and let that be a gift to Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you this gift, this gift of time and and then i 'm going to be able to sit in adoration i 'm going to be able to, to pray and be focused on that prayer i 'm going to be able to read those scriptures all the way through that I'd i 'd hope one day to do and it 's like these things are things that usually the 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 enemy to that is usually our own schedule our yeah, own yeah. inability to commit to something like that mm-hmm. right and so that's a that 's a beautiful gift I think that we can give uh, to jesus uh, in, in as one of these top ten so so far we 've talked about giving him the gift of Humility. Not that he needs it, we need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, give him the gift of worship. Give him the gift of time. Mm-hmm. So our humility, our worship, our time. So the fourth one on our list is giving Jesus the gift of service mm-hmm. or charity. When mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it, this is the time of year when you see the little the guy that looks kind of like Santa Claus, but not exactly like Santa Claus. Uh, or Mrs. Claus, whoever's standing next to the red bucket you know at the at the right. grocery store or wherever you Bring go in the bell, so they do that because this is the time when people feel charitable, right, so that should tell you it 's a time to be thinking about charity, mm-hmm. but really honestly um, I, I think about uh, growing up, we had the a song when i 'd go to my youth group or whatever when I was in high school, and maybe then I thought it was kind of goofy, but you remember the song it 's like whatsoever you do to the least oh, yeah. of my brothers that you do unto me mm-hmm. you know and it's like it's the it's the reading from uh, you know the the master the king talking to the people you know telling the you know when did I, when did i do this lord did i do this uh you know when you help the people in prison when you clothe the naked when you fed you know whatever and it the hungry and it's like that's actually doing something for Jesus, right? Right. So, that's, that's, so I look at that and go, like, well, that's a gift we can give him,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? That we can do something to the least of our brothers or sisters. We can do the, something for somebody in need, and that's essentially giving Jesus a gift. And you don't even have to write Jesus a note to say, by the way, um, as a gift to you, I went and helped this person. He kind of already knows at that point. <laughs> but as long as we're doing that for that reason— Right, right that we're offering this as a gift to Jesus that's
0: a great gift absolutely it is
1: you know so it's not going to be something that's uh you know necessarily easy to do but there are going to be lots of opportunities this time of year yep. right and so even if we're just a couple of days before christmas i'm pretty sure you'll be able to find somebody in need and i'm sure somebody's still ringing a bell out in front of target when you go there right so there's there's still going to be some opportunities to help people. You'll be amazed at how many different projects are going on at local parishes and at local schools and mm-hmm. certainly just in the community where That's you right. can where you can help. All right, so let's look at the uh the fifth thing on our list is giving Jesus the gift of faith, your faith. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're giving him your faith. Now it sounds like it, you know, okay, I go to church. Is that not faith? It's like, do you really believe? Do you really believe that what that priest is holding is Jesus Christ? Do you really believe that, that your prayers and the priest's prayers on behalf of you as an offering to God are, are efficacious, that actually something's happened? Do you believe that something actually happened at your baptism to you? Do you believe in your confirmation? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit gave you gifts? Do you have faith in God? And so it's like if we, re- if we look at faith, you know, it's like God gives us an invitation right and he he wants our RSVP and faith is our response to his invitation mm-hmm. our faith in him is a response to his his calling his reaching out to us he invites us to 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 be in union with him right to allow him to be the lord of our life but we have to have faith to do that
0: mm-hmm. if there's an area where we're struggling in our faith the gospel's invite us to say lord help my unbelief
1: yeah absolutely how many times several times there are people that 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 don't have faith or jesus will announce when they when they do something goes your faith has saved you yes and the faith saves us but we have to give that as a gift to jesus
0: absolutely and it connected also to the the act of humility as well (laughs) there's naming areas in which our faith needs work
1: yeah yeah so that could be something you could do on your own if you're like well how do i give this gift it's like you can't just say, like, turn a faucet on. Well, just start believing. Name those things where you have difficulties. What are the problems? What are the areas of the church that you don't really agree with or you think you don't? What are those things? What's separating you from total and full communion with the church, which means total and full communion with Jesus Christ? What is, what is, what is the hindrance to your faith? And that's a gift you can give to Jesus here. So we, we have so got, far gotten five things. Uh, the gift of humility or so our humility our worship our time our service and our faith those are five things we've got five more that we want to cover but we got to take a break first before we do that I want to remind folks at home we've got a great website com. also I'd love to hear from you send me an email Deacon Jeff at com. and certainly we want you to what, what do we have to do with the social media gizmos? like us
0: on Facebook and uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and share our posts retweet uh, all those things,
1: exactly right. So, very good. All right, so we have more to do, uh, and we're going to tell you the best gifts to give Jesus. Top 10 list continues on the other side of this break.
2: I'm Bester Drzezemski, and this is another great moment in church history. The world has long wrestled with belief in God belief in a supreme and loving Creator who transcends all things, all spaces, and all time. And countless words of wisdom have been written through the ages by Catholic and non-Catholic thinkers alike about the meaning, importance, and construct of faith. American writer and poet Elizabeth York Case writes, There is no unbelief. Whoever plants a seed beneath the sod and waits to see it push away the clod He trusts in God. St. Thomas Aquinas, Doctor of the Church, writes, To one who has faith, no explanation is necessary. To one without faith, no explanation is possible. If a man wishes to be sure of the road he treads on, St. John of the Cross tells us, he must close his eyes and walk in the dark. Faith, says Helen Keller, is the strength by which a shattered world shall emerge into the light. First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt writes, He who loses money loses much. He who loses a friend loses much more. He who loses faith loses all. St. Augustine, early father of the church, reminds us, Faith is to believe what you do not see. The reward of this faith is to see what you believe. In St. Matthew's Gospel, Jesus Himself speaks of the great power and promise of this gift of faith. He tells us, For truly I say to you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you. As defined in our Sunday Visitors Catholic Dictionary, faith is the first of the theological virtues. Together with hope and love, faith brings about the life of sanctifying grace in the human person. Faith is truly a gift from God. We cannot manufacture it or create it out of nothing. It is not a faucet that we can turn on or off. No, it is indeed a beautiful and precious gift given out of love to each of us from God. And by definition, because it is a gift, it must be received, and once received, it must be nurtured, tended cared for, cultivated, and developed. Faith must be lived or it will die. It is only in living a life of faith that we are truly alive. I'm Bess Zimski, and this is another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the
0: Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. And we're back in the luxurious corner
1: booth of the Catholic Cafe. I am indeed Deacon Jeff. My name did not change during the break, which is probably good and comforting to all you folk out there. But also still here with Ziggy Rodriguez. That's me, and Thomas B. Dorian, present number fifty-eight. And I'm so glad that you guys are all here still. We're talking about the top ten ways, top ten gifts you can give Jesus this Christmas to take the stress out of Christmas. First of all, you know what we need to do? We all need to kind of just take a deep breath together much better. See, don't we feel better now already? Awesome. So all the stress is gone. Perfect. You you know, um, we talked about five gifts already, right? Mm -hmm. Giving the gift of our humility, our worship, our time, our service, and our faith. So we're going to move on with number six. All right. There's number six thing on our list. And I know it sounds odd to talk about money because everyone always thinks that money is like some kind of like, oh, you know, he just gave money. And this, like, it's not. It's 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 usually thought of as being a little cad and a little whatever. You know, it's not usually very culturally nice to give money. I guess. Right. Uh, I know we all secretly love to get it, but that's not a, that's not the issue. Right. It's like you know, is that really a a personal ha- heartfelt thing? It's like you're, you're buying somebody's love, whatever. And it, and I guess I want to look at it from a different perspective, and not like so much money as alms. Mm. It's, it's actually a very good and holy thing to give alms, mm-hmm. because you are essentially you are you are supporting the ministry you're supporting something you're taking your resources and putting them at play you're taking the Mammon and you're 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 essentially ensuring your eternal habitation as the scriptures tell us mm-hmm. you know you're taking something of this earth right the the the, the 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 created things the Mammon and you're actually putting them as part of the plan of salvation and so giving alms is a good thing. Right, And I'm not sure where you'd want to give your money and what you want to give your money to. I could imagine maybe one or two things.
0: Well, I think the Catholic Cafe has a donate button. See, so, (laughs) yes. Yes,
1: what a great... I wasn't even thinking that, Sam. In all humility, I was not thinking... No, I'm kidding. No, so, like, pretty much every diocese is going to have a charity associated with it. Uh, here in the Diocese of Memphis, it's Catholic Charities of West Tennessee. What an awesome organization. Kelly Henderson's a good buddy of mine. He runs that thing for the Diocese of Memphis. And they're really hands-on. They're right there in the community taking care of business, doing the things that people need the most right then and there. And it's something you can get involved in. It's a way to give a gift to Jesus. Catholic Charities of West Tennessee. Just go to ccwtn.org to find out more information about how you can give time, talent, and treasure to help them in that ministry. Um, that's one thing and another thing that I've had a personal experience with is uh, you know a couple of times my family we have gotten together and bought like a $200 gift card and then we put it inside of a Christmas card and we don't sign it or anything else and we put it in somebody's mailbox who is we kind of know is not doing real well
0: that is a great idea
1: and it's like it's so you're not doing it for the personal glory or whatever but you know what you would ex- what you would need like like Lord, if I could just have two hundred bucks right now, I mean, and you do it right before Christmas. Got to ask this
0: question: How yeah. do you know who to put that in the box for? So
1: I was involved with St. Vincent de Paul, so I'd have I gotcha. would have like names of people that would come, and then we would help them by giving them like a turkey and a, some gifts or whatever. And then my family would say, "Hey, when I would go and visit some of these homes, it'd be like these people are really destitute. These people had no furniture, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, wow. And so like, and so hey, what do y'all want? To, let's get a couple hundred bucks together." put it in a gift card and then you put it in their mailbox. That's so nice. after St. Vincent de Paul did their little church thing, which is nice. It's very nice what they do. They can only limit so much what they do. But I guess my point is it's like giving alms. Alms to the poor. You're actually helping people who are in a less fortunate situation than you are. You're just bringing them a little light at Christmas. You can write a little personal note in there. I, I don't advise putting your name and stuff in there. But I but I do think that just letting people know that God loves them and this A little gift is a sign of God's love to you, a little affirmation of that love. Number seven. This one's a good one. Ziggy came up with this one, but Tom, you also had this one on your list, and that was the gift of peace. There you go. Giving Jesus the gift of peace. Now, he is the gift of peace to all of us, but we don't always receive that peace, Mm -hmm. do we? I mean, you know, we're, we're challenged. But specifically, like, I mean, grudges.
0: Yeah, putting an, putting an end to a long-held grudge or feud that you might have had with somebody. If there's a family member or, or, or an old friend that you just haven't been on speaking terms for years, making the decision to reach out and just say, you know what, let's put this grudge to an end.
1: Yeah, now you have to do that rightly. You don't just call them up and say, you know, we haven't talked for years, and I'm going to forgive you your stupidity and your ignorance. Uh, and I know we feel like doing that sometime, and that may actually be true, but the reality is we can't do that. That's not peace, is it? No. no. Peace is a two-way proposition. Yes. yes. Peace means that both parties are in harmony Yes. Right. And that moment. The Lord is present there making that happen. So peace is not if one of them is okay and the other one's not. That's still not peace. Mm -hmm.
0: And and you know what? If it seems like a really difficult, if it's a tall order, if someone listening to this show says, gosh, I have this grudge that I need to clear out and I really don't know how to do it, you know, praying about it. Yeah. And then also seeking counsel from a priest or from a trusted spiritual advisor. Go to
1: confession. Go to confession. Absolutely. And then maybe look uh, inwardly, you know, look in the mirror and see if some of the fault doesn't lie there. Mm. That's always a hard thing for me to do, but I usually find there's a little something there or that, that that I'm causing or exacerbating the problem. So, giving the gift of peace, and also Tom and families, right? Like when you go home and it's like everybody's gonna be all. What
0: made me think of, of that, by the way, was I was thinking about my family, just watching them all the kids get together, and there's nothing better than seeing your kids work with each other or play with each other. And it's all—it's peaceful. It's, it's beautiful. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's what God wants to see us do. And that's a great gift. What great gift that a great gift! It's a great gift to give. And it's so stressful a lot of times for many people during the holidays. Being cognizant of that and being and saying, you know what, I'm not going to lose my temper. You know the, these. everybody is starting to yell at each other or get frustrated with each other. I'm not going to get caught up in that drama. I'm going to make the choice to be a peacemaker here.
1: Amen. What a great gift to give Jesus. Number eight on our list um, is the gift of invitation. And what I mean by that is our inviting others in. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, part of evangelization is, is, is us taking the Lord out, right? But it involves an invitation, but so often specifically Catholics, but we kind of sit in our pew. And right. we don't really go out. We don't invite. We don't We don't go and seek out specifically people that are maybe marginalized, some people that aren't in our, our circle or whatever, people who might be struggling, people who are lonely, people in the family who are destitute or just kind of like the odd man or woman out, you know. And then to invite them, either to your Christmas, to invite them to, uh, you know, maybe to go out and have a, a little hot toddy in the afternoon somewhere. I, I don't know, just to invite them into uh, an experience with you, mm-hmm. right? That's a beautiful opportunity, isn't it?
0: Oh, yes. And then those who are who live lonely lives generally, imagine how much lonelier that must feel for them all, during the holidays. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, amen. So now n- gift number nine that you can give Jesus is commitment. Mm-hmm. Now that's something that's hard to do. We, we're great at making New Year's resolutions. We're great at um you know saying hey i'm going to do this and this and this and make all these things these these promises and then not follow through commit and actually it just means basically don't give it lip service actually do it right that's going to be hard that's but that what a great gift jesus will love to have you committed to him
0: yeah when he said go make disciples he he, he also intended on them having discipline right that's and, right and that, be, yeah.
1: that means to do something yes exactly that word is loaded right with stuff yeah, it's not just like, hey, can I have a show of hands of people who want to go to heaven? I think everybody's hand would go up. <laughs> who is willing to actually do something about that? And it's like, if you would kind of fall at that point, or some would be holding him up going like, I think I can. But it's like, Jesus, you know, hot or cold, the book of Revelation tells us, but in your lukewarmness, you know. Spit you out. Yeah, don't, I, don't, I don't want lukewarm. Right. I want commitment. Right. Give Jesus commitment this year. And then the last one, number 10. We'll we'll just recap real quick. Our humility, our worship, our time, our service, our faith, our alms, our peace, our invitation, our commitment. And the last thing is everything. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's a big one. Everything. Give him everything. You know what that means? Let, Let him be the Lord of your life. Let him actually be the Lord that you commit every. Breath of that day, every heartbeat, every action that you take, every inaction, all the good, the bad, and the ugly. I think that was a movie. Was it not? We all share the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give it all to Jesus. Everything. And if you do everything in that context, that makes all the other things on the list not even that hard to do anymore. Right. Because he's your everything. You've given yourself to him. Now, that one is going to be a little harder, I think, for people to say, hey, I know I'm going to give him everything this year. But it, let's 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 start with some of these other things. But work, all of that is pointing pointing to giving him your everything. Mm. So it's uh, nice to give gifts to everyone, especially nice to give gifts to Jesus. We don't want to forget him on his birthday, do we? No, no, let's not do that's that. long birthday. To forget. So that's that's what this show is here to do: is to help you find some quick gift ideas for Jesus. Right? Good job. Yeah, so we're going to do that now. So we hope we have you all have a blessed Christmas. We hope your your Advent was, has been beautiful. And we're going to actually ask our mother to intercede for us so that we all have a beautiful Christmas and celebrate the Incarnation together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
0: Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, for sinners now and at, at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen.